0: My topic this morning, I was told what to do, so I am a very obedient, but praise God, it's a topic that's close to my heart, so good for you, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. But I really believe, as Pastor John's been saying into the new year, that we really need to reteach the people on praise and worship. I think sometimes we often take it for granted, and it's like we kind of know, think that you know what to do, because we have such an awesome band leading you into it, day. Hey guys, they would agree. (laughs) Now I'm teasing on that. But it's true. Often we rely on the worship team. And often it becomes a thing of uh, it becomes a performance. So, like praise and worship wasn't good because May slipped up on the piano this morning. It's not May's fault. It's where you are at and how are you praising God? Not May May's praising God in her own way. And we're human, we make mistakes, believe it or not. Some of those who think you're perfect, sorry to burst your bubble, but the only one who was perfect was Jesus. So this is what we're talking about. Hence, all the praise songs this morning. Um, this morning, I just wanted to encourage you that, believe it or not, the songs that we sing in the worship team are actually scripturally based. That's why I got them to read the scripture and then we lead into that particular song. So we're not just singing nonsense, we're singing what is in the Word of God. We're singing of who God is, what God is, and what he does for us. And we need to start believing that when we sing it. We don't just come up and we say, our oh, praise is just the opening act for Pastor John to come up and preach. Yes, sometimes we have structures. We need structures in the church. But you've got to understand it's, it's there for a reason. It's there for you to break through so God can do a miracle in your life. Now, as always, if I can have those videos ready, it's not, it's not holy, I promise you. There's a reason why I'm showing you these videos. Just watch them quickly. They're not long, and then we're going to t- talk some more. All right, so you guys ready? Thank you.
1: Out of you boys because you start the fight, you fought until the last
0: minute. South Africa won, we are the world champions. I am so so proud of my boys. Go, Boca, go, South Africa, a country united, totally. Oh.
1: We are We're over the moon. What a game! This is the biggest World Cup in the world, and this is the sport that unites us as South Africans. We are very happy. Big up to <laughs>
0: So you know what's coming, eh? (laughs) I saw some of you in there. And I don't see you praising God like that. I'm just saying. (laughs) Do you all repent now? (laughs) But doesn't that just... Although it's, they're not praising God, but almost like it just inspires you, doesn't it? It's just like build your faith and it's just like the spirit, the team spirit behind it all, how it just gets you going and motivates. And it's like, you want to be part of that game even though you don't know rugby or soccer or tennis or whatever it is. So the, the reason why I showed you that video is because praise is so much part of us. We were created to praise no matter what. Parents praise their children grandparents praise them even more. Teachers uh, praise their students. Coaches praise their team. Praise is an integral part of us. And it's like we praise the things we value. We praise the things we support. And we praise the things we love. So does God not qualify for that? I mean, he's the reason you're here this morning. He created you. And that's why, yeah, that's why you have breath, is because of our majestic Father. Amen. I often laugh, that I had to show that last one that hits YouTube big time uh, with the Father. I mean, I know some of you those, I mean, I even know myself, all the quiet ones, and you go to a hockey match or a cricket match of your child. There's something just rises up inside of you. All of a sudden, it's not like, oh, glory. Go, Nats. You can do it, girl. Ah, no ways. I find it in myself. Go, Nats. That was wrong. You missed the ball. Come on. And then yin sitting, sitting next to me say, babes, calm down. Calm down. Relax. Relax. Yeah, but do you not see. Just relax. When rugby comes, it's a different story. Those who are married have husbands, fathers, brothers oh my gosh, you guys are hooligans. I mean, you guys should all be coaching coaching and refereeing the matches. I mean, I've never seen, now you all know my husband, Ian. He, he's very quiet, generally, and he's known as no emotion kind of person. But put a rugby match or a soccer game, especially there's rivalry in our house between Liverpool and Man United. Oh my goodness, just stay out the way, girl. That's all I'm saying, because they're There is love deep down, but it doesn't start there, let me tell you. And he jumps up, and he's shouting on top of his voice. It was so bad the one time Nats came running from the bedroom saying, what's wrong with Dad? Is everything okay? What happened? What happened? I'm saying, relax, babes. It's just a rugby game. Now, look at those guys at the rugby match. And I'm not saying it's wrong. It's fantastic, the team spirit. But what I'm trying to say to you this morning is that that's how we should be with God. We should be celebrating his love for us because of what he's done, because what he's going to do, where we've come from. He's brought us up and out of that miry clay. That's what we should be doing and praising him when we sing praises to him. Why do we praise? I want to read Isaiah 25, verse 1. So Isaiah 25, verse 1 says, O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you I will praise your name, for you have done wonderful things. Your counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. You have made a city, a ruin, etc., etc. So if you go into the word everywhere, whether Old Testament or New Testament, it all talks about Praises to God, why we should be praising. So, if you don't know why we're standing here on a Sunday morning shouting, Oh, thank you, Jesus, we love you, you're good, blah, blah. Where do we get that from? Firstly, personal experience, yes. And secondly, the word, okay? Now, Psalms is a book that is just full of praises. Yes, there's some ones where, like, why well, I so downcast, or oh, my soul, and all that kind of stuff. So, if you want to be depressed, read that. No, but it is, there's it a lesson in there. But Psalms is one of my favorite books purely for that because of praise and worship. It's, it's what I love. And it's somewhere where I can get my strength and draw my strength from is in the book of Psalms. But there's another psalm that says, Psalm 22, verse 3, But you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. So what does that say? So why praise? Because praise is where God, God dwells. It's his address. When you praise the Lord, his presence manifests and things start to change. And minute you start acknowledging God for who he is, you will start seeing changes in yourself. Amen. His presence becomes tangible, and then we have his ear. God delights in us coming to praise Him and worship Him. Okay, I'm I'm going to leave worship aside because worship is another topic. But I want to talk on the power of praise, particularly this morning. But the minute you start acknowledging who He is, you have already got His ear. Because He so delights in you doing that for Him. Amen. Secondly, let's see here. Praise gives us access to God. Why? Because we enter into his gates with thanksgiving in our heart. That's in Psalm 100 verse 4. It says here, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Now, that particular scripture entered into his gates for Thanksgiving into his courts. This verse refers to uh, the tabernacle of Moses in the wilderness. Okay, it consisted of three parts. Now I'm not a, a historian or a doctrine preacher, but just from what I read up, as we all know, there's three parts to the temple. Okay, so you got your outer courts, you got your inner court, and you got the holy of holies, where God dwelt, okay, in those days. So there was only one gate. And there was one entrance into the outer court. So if you wanted to meet with God and you wanted to approach God, you have to walk through that gate, okay, in Moses' time. And the only person who could go into the Holy of Holies was the high priest. So we weren't allowed to go in there, the everyday people. And um, praise God, that has changed. When our great high priest died on the cross for us, the veil was torn, and now we all have access to God. I have to read you, and you all know it very well, is in Hebrews 4, verse 14 and 16. It says "Yeah, seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. Amen. So, Thanks to Jesus that we now can have that access to God. And now all we need to do is um, the gate you come through to approach God is thanksgiving, okay? And the court you enter is now praise. So we don't have to go through the physical courts now. We have the freedom now through thanksgiving and praise to go to meet with God. Amen. Then we just now... I have asked the band to prepare a lot of the golden oldie songs again. um, I really find they're good praise songs and they're good scriptural songs. And it's just something that I really believe God wants to set you free this morning. I want you to, when we get to that time, to just focus on God. Forget about yourself. Just focus on him and you will see God will do the rest for you. The minute you start acknowledging him, not your problem. God knows of your problem. God's aware of your problem. He knows every part of you. He's not interested. He will sort that out, but he wants you to focus on him. Set your eyes firmly on him this morning. One of the worship leaders said, Praise is not the opening act to a pastor's message. It softens the soil of your heart so the seeds of the message can be planted. So it puts you in a place of being open, okay? Praise makes you ready for what God wants to do in you. You know, often I've just got to say this because. Over the years that I've been in the worship team, we always have people coming in, other musicians, coming to show us and teach us, which is great, because normally they do have something. But they always try and change us into something that we are not. Now, our band is not the same as the general Um, how can I say, uh, senses out there with worship teams. You go to uh, different churches, you've got one worship leader, and they lead the song, and then they change over, and there's another worship leader that leads the song. Now, firstly, the reason why we don't do that is because I can't sing a solo, okay? I'll be honest, I go off key. However, the real reason why is that people I've spoken to that come to visit us, they will always say, this is a common thing they will always say is that, The praise and worship at ACF makes us feel so much part of what you're doing. Often you find, and I'm not saying, I mean, there's awesome worship out there. Let me tell you bands, I'm not talking against them, but often you find musicians get in their own little bubble and they forget you out there. But what is our sole purpose as a worship team? It's to help lead you into the presence, isn't it? And help lead you into it. And it's like, if you come in here, it's almost like maybe it helps that it's a smaller church. I don't know. But that's always been my passion and my goal is to make you feel part of what God is doing over here. That we're not standing alone and we're getting all the blessings. And sorry for you if you're not going to step in. I mean, this morning when I saw those young girls dancing on the end there, um, I think in future you should come to the front, personally. <laughs> Check, now, they go, now, now they're now scared. <laughs> but it just does something. I know that when we had the Spirit Word team and they all came and stood in the front, it wasn't for our ego, but they draw on something that we're drawing and it it amplifies and it just makes it special and bigger of what God is doing. And I know sometimes it's not in us. However, I will refer back to those videos. I've seen what you guys will do in the world. I'll see when you're around everybody else that you don't know. So let me keep reminding you about those videos. So I just want to, I really just want to encourage you, all right? The other thing is, praise changes you. In all the years that I've been in the worship team, I have seen God change so many people. I've seen the hardest of hearts melt. I mean, I'm talking big men, strong men. I'm not lying. They will stand here and cry, snot and everything coming off. They don't care. It's just dripping off their faces in tears, crying before God. I can't tell you what that would do for God, to see such a strong man who thinks he's in control, here giving his everything to God. I've seen friendships restored. I've seen marriages restored. I've seen um, any kind of relationship, uh, prodigal sons returning. I've seen children and, and parents' relationships restored, healings, you name it. I've seen it all. Healings has been a big thing in the worship with our team back when Rod Besson used to lead the worship. I mean, on a weekly basis. People are getting healed and set free, physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever. So praise can change you if you allow it. Because once your heart is open, God can work with you. Amen. So praise changes relationships, hearts, and mindsets. It puts the focus off us and onto him. It puts it off the problem, onto the solution. The pain, it puts it onto the promised onto the promise what God has for you, and hurt to hope. The other thing praise does is, it's a long one, but what I've just mentioned now, it gets our focus off us and onto God. Okay, that's pretty simple. Often in this selfish world, it's all about us and me, myself, and I, and when we come in to stand and praise God, we forget about those things and we actually get to the real reason why we're doing this because it's not about us. It never has been about us. We stand up here to worship our Master, our King, amen, our Creator. And that's what it's all about. There's different ways of, of praising God. Scripture is always a good way to start. So if you know your word, You can speak scripture because that tells us who God is. The other way is obviously through singing, okay, where we we offer up thanksgiving and everything to God. I just want you to feel how the atmosphere changes when you speak praises to God, all right? Let me just get this. So if you can turn to Psalm 145. And apparently I'll be copying Pastor John on this, but I really feel it's something God is trying to teach us to do. I have shared the testimony that time many, many years ago when Jared Cooper came to the church and um, he, he shared this testimony about praise. I mean, Matt Redman wrote that song, The Heart of Worship, because of a place where we were at. So he took all instruments away, all voices, and it was just him, basically. And he wrote a song. is like, take that all aside, because often we use it as a crutch to praise God. It's easy. Get on the drums, make a noise. Woo-hoo, we don't have to say much. The drums does it on its own. But sometimes God wants it to come from within and, come, and us to speak it out. And um, what we did for a while after that, so we went, Jared wasn't very popular with us at that time, because Pastor John would get the Bible out. He says, okay, today we're not doing praise and worship. We're going to read Scripture. So you'll get your word out, and he will say, okay, today we're going to do psalm, whatever. And then we all got to stand there, and we've got to read Scripture, but with passion. Not just, no, 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 no. We've got to believe what we're reading. And I'm telling you, in the beginning, it's hard. If you're not in that place, but once you get past yourself, I tell you, you can't stop them. You should have seen this place. I mean, people all over, I mean, jumping and running and screaming. I mean, last week we had in Nkosi. Uh, praising those scriptures. Just hearing scripture just does something for you. It just excites you, and it gives you faith, and it gives you hope. It's like, you can do this. You can carry on for the rest of your life now. It just inspires, okay? So I'm going to ask, I want bold people, okay? I need, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five volunteers, And I'll do what the teachers do. If you don't volunteer, I'm going to volunteer for you. So you better stick up that hand. And that's when I used to duck under the chair. I don't want to embarrass you. I want someone who's passionate about praise, who's going to speak from the heart and really speak the scriptures. Because I want you to see what it does when you start reading what God says about it. Any volunteers? Thank you, Volma. Thank you. Thank you, Auntie Christine. Okay, come forward, because I need you to speak it on the microphone, please. Now he did do this a couple of weeks ago, but this is just something. Come, my sister. Come. Um, it's just something to to inspire and to, to, to help you to keep practicing this at home. All right? It'll make your life a whole lot easier. Let me tell you, if you came here already to praise God, good on you. If you came here and I thought, you oh, know, I'm going to partake it on you. Because by the time we finish, you're going to say, yes, I'm glad I did this. So thank you, Nkosi. You see, condemnation works very well. I'll just keep talking until I get the last volunteer. <laughs> Is there anybody, anybody else? One more. One of the band members. Come, come, Helga. So, Mr. I'm going to ask you to do, um, let's do from verse 1 to 3. Okay. To, and then um, on Christine from 4 to 7, and my sister next to Auntie Christine is from verse 8 to 13, okay, uh, Uncle Nkosi from 14 to 16, and then do from 17 to 21. So when you guys read it, I want you, I know, I mean, I know you anyway, you all, you all read with passion, you know, just know where it's coming from, and, and know why we're praising God, because this is what the Word is saying about our God, just read it from your heart, all right?
2: I will extol thee, my God, O King, and I will bless thy name for
0: ever and ever. Every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name for ever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. Before you carry on to Christine. This is why we praise God, because he's a great God. Now, we sang this morning, how great is our God. Sing with me now, how great. This is where we get it from. He is a great God. He is greatly to to be praised because his greatness is unsearchable. It's a good enough reason for me. I don't know about you. Amen? Okay. One generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty, of thy wondrous works, and men shall speak of the might of thy terrible acts, and I will declare thy greatness. They shall abundantly utter the memory of thy great goodness, and shall sing of thy righteousness. Amen, amen. What I want you to do now, as we're reading, because the scripture builds up, Psalm 145 is my favorite psalm. And it's like, I want you to start responding now, okay? Don't just sit there. I have heard some are responding. But trust me, when you start responding and start being in agreement with what the word is saying, your miracle is here now, your breakthrough. You'll see, before you walk out here, you will receive your breakthrough.
2: The Lord is gracious and full of compassion slow to anger and great in mercy the lord is good to all and his tender mercies are ever all his works all your works shall praise you o lord and your saints shall bless you they shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures throughout all the de- generations. The Lord upholds all that fall, and raises up all those that, that be bowed down. The eyes of all wait upon thee, and thou givest them thy meat in due season. Thou openest thy hand, and satisfy the desires of every living thing.
0: So it's telling us what God will do for you. If you're falling down, God will lift you up. He will be there to help you through every battle that you are going through. The Lord is righteous in all his ways. Gracious in all his works. The Lord is near to all
1: who call on him. To all who call upon him in truth.
0: He will fulfill the desire of those who fear Him. He also will hear their cry and save them. The Lord preserves all who love Him,
2: but all the wicked He will destroy. My mouth shall speak
0: the praise of the Lord, and all flesh shall bless His holy name forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Okay. Now, that's one way of praising God. Just the faith that you're reading with it. I mean, it's not to say it's, it's happening in your life right now. We know that. I'm sure if I had to ask a lot of you, things aren't good. But if you just take your eyes off the problem, just keep looking at the solution. The Lord will fight the battle for you. So the next way we praise God is by magnifying his name. So if I can ask you to sing, I just ask the band to do a song just so you can feel the difference with that knowledge now that you have, who God is, how great he is. Let's sing this from the heart. Amen.
2: just thinking about the Lord and that. i am going to be honest with you. I've gone through a down spell lately. And I was just reading the Word. And there's that crazy advert by Clientele Life, I think. And the guy's blowing a trumpet, and it suddenly goes back down his throat. And I thought, but if we speak the Word of God, if we speak what we're, we're reading... It amplifies it. It goes out. It goes out into the atmosphere. And we need to speak it. And then in the Song of Solomon, it says, come up the steps with me. I long to hear your voice. And that's what changed quite a bit for me. Because I had to stop just reading quiet. Because I'm very quiet. Not like it. (laughs) And um, I just thought, I've got to say it out loud. We've got to say the word of God out loud. So that other people hear the word.
0: Amen. No, Amen. Thank you, Aunt Jenny. That's beautiful. And in tune of what what I'm speaking about. Now those songs, there's just something about it. Magnify the Lord. It's not magnify me, it's magnify God. And it's a celebration. It's magnifying because he's worthy to be praised. Amen. And it just does something. It changes things. It changes. Things start happening. You're going to see things. I'm like so excited. And it doesn't happen that often, just by the way. (laughs) So the next thing. Praise brings us to a place of humility. So basically, it helps us see that our dependency is on God, not on us. It's on God. And we acknowledge that we need him because we do need him. If you don't need him, you're in denial. I'm sorry. Every one of us. I don't know how non-Christians do it because I need God. When I go through situations, which we all do, and I feel insecure, I need God. I need him. He is, we praise him as he is our creator, and he is a king of the whole world. Amen. That is why we praise him and why we need him. He is above all. There's a scripture in Psalm 95 verse 2 to 3. It says, let us come into his presence once again with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with a song of praise. For the Lord is great, and the great king above all gods. I will give thanks in the great congregation. I will praise you among much people. I mean, it's just over and over, I will praise the Lord because he is great. He is worthy to be praised. That is why we do it. Amen. It also helps us to recognize when we praise God that we are not in control. God is in control. He knows Trust me. He knows of every one of you of what you're going through, what your needs are, what your desires are. And he's got you. He's got you. He's covered you. He's got you. But he wants you to give your all to him first. Amen. He's a gentleman, God. He will never force never force you to do that. Another thing praise does, these are just my points, okay? So, it's not setting stones and it's not like seven points to praise God in order to get a breakthrough. Okay. It's just my heart. Okay. Okay. Praise brings deliverance. Okay. All right. Let's go to Psalm 50, verse 23. I'm just throwing a lot of scriptures just to show you that I'm not lying. And that you would believe me somewhere along the line. Okay. Whoever offers praise glorifies me, and to him who orders his conduct aright, I will show the salvation of God. The minute we bring praise to God, it brings deliverance to our lives. So if you want to be free, get in there, And praise God, because that's the only way you're going to be free this morning, is when you start praising God. Amen. Another one, number seven, praise changes our garments. Okay. So, we wake up this morning, things are falling apart. We don't feel like coming here, but I must come, because I'm told to come. But I'll come and I'll satisfy, keep mom and dad happy or my husband or my wife happy. However, I don't feel like I'm in a place I'm depressed, oppressed, my life's falling apart, finances are lacking, I don't have a job. So you can come with that atmosphere you carry and you can stand here and you can just stand to choose and stare at Pastor John or the band and not partake. However... If you come in here with the mindset that God is going to do a miracle for you, you come to partake and start praising him for who he is, your garments are going to start changing automatically. It says there, uh, where's the scripture? He gives us garments of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So if you're carrying a spirit of heaviness, Praise Him, because He will lift that out of you. And it's not to say that just your circumstances change right now back in church, but it will change because you'll start seeing things from a different light. You'll start seeing things in a, in a free way where it's not all about me and how oppressed I am and how sad I am and all this kind of thing. It just changes you. It changes the atmosphere. Pastor John will often tell the band, listen here. You're here to lead the people into the presence of God. So if you've had a bad morning, I'm sorry, but get over it. Because you carry that atmosphere. It affects the worship. Just one person has to be out of sync. It, it changes things in the worship. And it's like it's exactly what the enemy wants because worship is what God wants from us. It's one of the most important things in our Christian walk is worship as a lifestyle. So it changes So see things. You see things from a different light all of a sudden. Things are illuminating. It's like, thank you, God, because now I'm not confessing my problems when I come here. And sometimes it's good just to remind God for your own sake. Say, God, really, I need a breakthrough, whatever it is. But sometimes you must just come here and just say, forget about your problems. I put them down. It's not about me right now. It's about God. And the minute you start professing and talking about God and just loving God for who He is, those things He's already organizing. He fights the battle, and the battle is then won, and you will have the victory in Him. Amen. Okay. And another thing which we know, praise is, which kind of sums up everything, okay? Spiritual warfare. So praise is a weapon. It pushes back darkness and blocks the attacks of the enemy. Okay. There's many examples in the word. In, um, let's go to in Acts 16. Obviously, Paul and Silas, we all know the story when they were imprisoned. So once they were imprisoned, they thought they'll wait till midnight to pray and praise the Lord because it's quiet and it's like you can hear them loud and clear. So when they start, God hears. He's got the ear. He's attentive, sends an earthquake, shakes the prison, and they set free. Amen. So if we were in that situation, would you be like that? I don't know if I would be. <laughs> i would be whining probably more than anything else. But sometimes we just got to shift our focus. We just have to shift it and see See, everything happens for a reason. And see that God always brings good out of something bad. That's how much he loves you. He will always turn things around for you. The other one is in the book of Joshua, the Israelites were confronted by the wall of Jericho. No manufactured human machine could break down those walls. So what did God say? Walk around the walls once a day for six days, which they did. Now, I imagine it's not the size of this church. It's massive, a city, it's a city. And then on the seventh day, I think he said walk around seven times, and then praise the Lord, shout, sing for praises. Why? Because he knows. That's when things happen. It's when we shout to the Lord and we praise him with joy, etc. things start happening. And the other one is the, um, the, the people of Moab, Ammon, and seir I think it was. They came against the king of Judah, Jehoshaphat. And it's like his army was firstly outnumbered and they were scared. So he prayed to God and God said, well, um, I want you to the worship team praise first ahead of the team. Now, I don't know about you, Band. If God told us that, <laughs> God, I think maybe the guys who know how to fight this battle should go in front first. I ain't doing this. I think you've lost your mind a bit. to you sure you're praying to the right God? That's what I would be saying. But God knew the impact and the power of praise. And that's what happened. He sent them. And look what happened. They gained the city back. And I mean, Judah, we know, means praise. And there was a song, even in the good old 80s, send Judah first and the battle will be won. But it's just the word, send Judah first. Send praise first and the battle will. It's going to be maybe, perhaps, who knows. It will be won. Amen. So send your praises first to God and you will see things. There is... Power in acknowledgment that he is worthy of all your praise above all else. God is the reason why we come to church every Sunday or every Wednesday or whenever it is. When you enter God's presence with praise, he enters your circumstances with power. Amen. You will fight your battles. Church, he will fight your battles. We've all put him to test many times, and he's come through, and sometimes we think he's lost his watch, <laughs> but he hasn't. He knows the timing, yeah. when and how and who and what. He knows. He's all-knowing. Yeah. That's who he is. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. A lot of things I'm saying now, I know Pastor John mentioned last week, but I wanted to say it, okay, yeah, yeah. so I could sound intelligent, okay. all right? <laughs> but also, just a few things which I also wanted to mention, he mentioned a few last week as well, is like, Who is God? Why do we praise him? The first one I got here is he's, he's in, immutable, which means he never changes. And thank goodness for that. That's all I'm saying. Because we all change our minds, don't we? We're human, so we change it. But thank goodness, if God says he's going to do something, he's going to do it. Trust me, he's not going to go back on his word once he said something. He is self sufficient, he has no needs. We have needs and he knows we have needs. He doesn't. So we can, I mean, we can praise him for that, that he doesn't have needs. If he had needs, then, oh, goodness, help us if our God had to have needs. You know, if you see all the needs that we have, well, God, we need this and we want this and and all that kind of stuff. So he is self-sufficient. He's infinite. He's self-existing without origin. He's omnipotent, all-powerful, omniscient, all-knowing, omnipresent. He's everywhere, not like the enemy. People says, "Oh the enemy really attacked me today." And then someone in America says, "Oh, the enemy really attacked me today." And then someone in Europe says, "It's like, "Gosh, I didn't know the enemy was all around. I thought he was just in one place at one time. But my God is everywhere, and he knows everything and what we're all going through. God is wise. He is full of perfect, unchanging wisdom. I love wisdom. And that's something I'm praying God for more and more of because, you know, I think the older generation realize the older you get, the less you have to prove in life. When you're young, you want to prove everything that you know it all. And, you know, teenagers think they know everything. So wisdom is something that you learn. So the older you get, you realize that sometimes in a situation, sometimes it just helps to just shut up. Let's be honest. The youngsters, they all want to fight and speak with their mouth and have the last word and want to negotiate and wada wada wada. And sometimes God just says, Shh. Yeah. Sometimes there's wisdom in just yeah. being quiet. Yeah. And that's what I want to learn more and more from God, is saying the right thing at the right time and not being arrogant about it. How did I get there? Anyway, God is faithful. He is infinitely, unchangingly true. Wow. And there's so many other Attributes. He's gracious, merciful, he's loving, he's kind, he's holy, he's glorious, he's good, and the list goes on and on wow. as long as far as your vocabulary can go. Now, often when we come to a time of praise and we just go into a high praise, we often automatically tune into tongues because it's just easier. Because our, sometimes our native tongue fails us and we don't have words to say or to express and it's not to say that we don't want to, it's just that we don't have the vocabulary for it sometimes and Pastor John has spoken about this many a time and we did it as an exercise in the one service where you use the letter of the alphabet so we did an exercise in church so I want to praise God okay God you're good you're worthy, you're awesome okay God you're good, you're worthy you're awesome (laughs) and it's like Oh yes, and you're great to be praised. And so if, if if you get stuck, start thinking of the alphabet, okay? So you start with A. What can you tell me about God with A?
1: Awesome. I adore
0: you. Awesome. Adorable. Amen. Almighty. He's all sufficient. I got lots here. He's the Alpha. He's Abba Father. I mean, if you go sit down at home in your quiet time and you start writing these things down, you'll be amazed at the words that come out of how awesome our God really is. There's the bees we've got here. He's brilliant, bountiful. He's blessed, beloved. He's beautiful. He's courageous, compassionate, caring, creator, counselor. I mean, if you just see all the words here, miraculous, majestic, mighty. If you start increasing your vocabulary, practically now I'm talking, you'll be amazed at where you will go, how far you will go when you praise God. So I just want to encourage you, when we go into a time of high praise in the worship whether it be today or next week start thinking start changing your thinking and seeing the reason why we're doing this not because Pastor John says we must do it we do it because we want to do it and we do it because we love God that's why we're doing it everything else will fall in place after that so I thought that I would leave the offering for now because I really felt that I wanted you to come forward when you give with thanksgiving and with praise this morning I don't want you coming with your need, okay? Hear me now, because I believe this is those who really need a financial breakthrough. God knows you need a financial breakthrough. He's not silly. He's not stupid. He knows. So I want you to come with your seed this morning, and we're going to sing this good old golden oldie. Uh, We will enter his gates. And I want you to come joyfully, giving your seed, giving your tithe, your offering, whatever it may be, with thanksgiving in your heart. Thanking God for who he is and what he's done for you already up to this time, all right? And then from there, we're just going to go into a time of praise. I just want you to join in 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 the fight and the battle and the just worshipping, having, we know He dwells when we praise. We have that access. The minute we start praising God, God's heart opens to us. It'll change us. If we keep our focus on Him and set our eyes firmly on Him, you will get your breakthrough in that seed that you sowed this morning, okay? We're humble because we know that It's God that does it, not us. Our focus is on him and nobody else. Deliverance will come. Freedom will come. It's a weapon, a weapon to fight uh, so God can fight the battle for you. And it'll change our garments. You will leave here a different person. It'll change the atmosphere that you came in with. You will walk out here a different person. So the band, if we can start this one, and then just come. And then once you've given your seed, uh, just start joining in singing the song. Most of you just thank you for the seeds, the tithes, the offerings, whatever's been sown this morning, Father, where it's been out of a need. Father, I thank you That your people have come forward, Father, in praising you, knowing that you were fighting the battle for them. So, Lord, I thank you. Those breakthroughs are coming through. From today, Lord, you've seen the need, Father. And you fought that battle for them, Father God, because they just praised you, Lord. And they recognized you for who you are. So, Lord, I thank you that awesome testimonies are going to be coming from these seeds this morning in your precious name. Amen. So, what I kind of said... It was in a nutshell, and it comes from my heart, all right? Praise God, no matter what, extol him, okay? He, it gives courage, boldness, and power to face challenges and to sustain you through those challenges, amen. That is why we praise God. So I just, I always like to see acronyms and all this kind of stuff. So I was Googling, and I found this one acronym on praise, and I thought, actually, this is quite good. I thought. So it says praise, the first letter P presses us into God perfecting peace. R, it reroots the enemy, it confuses the enemy. A, it acts as a conduit to God. I, initiates soul changes. S, soaks us in God's presence. And E, empowers God's power. There is, I have to do this like teachers do, power in praise.